Hello, and welcome to Dice Breakers, a D&D podcast and stream with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and DM, and with me are Greg Purdy, Mark Simon, and Joe, my wonderful players. How is everybody doing today? Tremendously well, thank you very much for Good asking. vocal reactions for the podcast. Um, we have everyone. We <laughs> yes, think we have everyone. The first podcast episode we ever have... Um, involves you clinking plates, Simon. So <laughs> yeah. you interrupt I the interruption. for me learning. Come you on. interrupt <laughs> the um, introduction. I think I worked around it. I can't remember. I think I worked around it as much as I could. You did your best. Um, but uh, also the first like thing that happens after Would my you like voice is you interrupting. It's yeah. you, you interrupting is like the first oh, I know. thing other than me. I know. Doing. I'm consistent. Does salt have a smell? Anyway. <laughs> oh, I don't know the answer. <laughs> and you never will. So, <laughs> we're back with C3. Uh, and we can get pretty much back into it. But I have a, I guess it's a surprise for some of you in that I am going to be doing a last time on, except it's pre-recorded. So we're all going to stay quiet. I recommend yeah. you turn up your headphones a little bit. Um, because it's... Hey. Is this something I need to be doing the thing for the, the music for? Yes. So yes. you need to be listening to Greg's stream thingy oh. so you can hear it. So if you can hear no, the just rising sun's right now. Probably. <laughs> if you can hear the rising sun's right now, then you should go over here and it pops up. Forgotten about Buttcracker Chaos. Okay, I'm going to start it. But yeah, you may want to turn up your volumes and stuff. Hi. Sorry, I can't get to the talk stone right now. Please leave a message and I'll get back to you. Hi, Mum. It's Gail. You're probably sleeping right now, but I promised I'd call you, so I'll just leave a message. The move-in last Saturday went really well. My new roommates are... interesting, but my next-door neighbours are great. There's five of them in total. Kale, Neva, Maisie, those two are sisters, Samir, and Cromwell. They invited me to eat dinner with them on the first night, and since then we've been great friends. On Sunday, a few things happened. We received an invitation to go to some university challenge competition next Wednesday. No idea what that is. Uh, we explored round Veluna for a bit, saw the old clock tower and Zebra Mall. Nothing I haven't seen before, but it was great seeing it all with new friends. This morning, they all went on a tour of the campus. I didn't go with them. I stayed back and decorated my room. But after they invited me to go get some food with them in Dugnack Dreams again, you know, that tavern that Dad used to love going to. I came and hid in the bathroom so I could give you a call. I should probably get back to them. They'll be wondering where I am. Sorry, I can't be there to look after you. Hopefully you're not feeling too bad today. Martha said you had a bad time yesterday. If it keeps getting worse, I'll get a second job to help pay for treatment. Anyway, I'll come visit you soon, I promise. I love you, Mum. Bye. Alex, how could you? <laughs> okay. I fucking love that. <laughs> that was brilliant. However, cut to maybe six months' time when we're off on an adventure in a cave and we've gotten stuck somewhere, and it is just Gail leaving a message for her mum, being like, 
Yeah, I haven't seen my new friends in like three weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really bad. So. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's going to be the same thing every time. Anyway, it's special. And what I, I, I do realize it's what wonderful. I have done for myself is I've set myself a standard. Yep. Um, yep. So, oh no, <laughs> that's a problem. We're a high quality oh. podcast now. We got professional oh, yeah. audio done by Alex. Oh, I, thought I thought you'd enjoy that. Um, so, having done that, you are currently sitting in Dugnack Dreams again, and for consistency's sake, as you sit around with your mimosas and your food, you see Gail walk back from the bathrooms, um, <laughs> possibly looking I... a little uh, forlorn, possibly tired, you're not really sure as she walks over, sits down, and uh, I'm trying to I don't really remember if you had any... trying to remember if there was a Martha or someone in campaign two. I think so. But that's meta knowledge. You guys don't know that. Uh, yeah, oh. I don't, but, but it, it would be meta knowledge if we knew, but we don't. Oh, we don't know. Lack of, it's meta lack of knowledge. We didn't know that many else. Enjoying your meta ignorance. I like that. Meta ignorance. So yes, so yes, eating food and lots of it. Yum yum. Also known as being a stakeholder, a shareholder, a Facebook. Do you have a fish version of your wheat pot pie? No, I think, so I don't remember if you ordered food, but you probably have by now. The options at Dugnet Dreams again, because um, you'd be in like the lunchtime-esque uh, meal, is obviously your oink pot pie. You've got the extremely big oink pot pie, which I believe we gave a separate name, but I can't remember. And then just like vague, vague other sort of small um, bits and bobs, like, you know, like a meat and two veg kind of uh, situations, maybe like a, a cottage pie or shepherd's pie type stuff. Very sort of simple pub food, British pub food. Um, and then obviously you got your drinks as well, which you were ID'd for. Or at least one of yours. Yes. That's right. Two of us were. Yeah. Yes. We, have, we haven't had that discussion about what counted as... <laughs> I never really considered the fact that in this kind of world it would be really difficult to work out if you're actually legal age or not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> drinking water. It's, it's probably a lot easier to figure out for the humanoid types than the ones that <laughs> yes. live... 500,000 years. Um, my pen's out of ink, so I'm going to grab the ink. I can't remember my accent. <laughs> Your accent, it was, it was, as I can't Northern. It was no, vaguely northern, bit, you know. bearing from, bearing between Manchester, Liverpool, and Newcastle on a kind of percentage yeah. <laughs> basis. I'll work it out. It was. Our whole thing is that we have inconsistent character voices, so. Absolutely. So I was, I was doing Scottish, if I remember rightly. Um, when we, if only when there we was finished... some way that we could listen back and, when, and remember beforehand. When we left off, Purdy, um, I had not, I had just been going to have a glass of a glass of water, and you had insisted upon buying me food. Uh, oh, I would not have chosen. I would have let you choose what you wanted to buy me. So what oh. would you have? What would you have fed me with my teeny tiny body? <laughs> <laughs> A huge oink pot pie. No, I think oh. she would have just gone for normal oink pot pie. Mm -hmm. Mainly because... I don't, would she know that, though? See, what? as Purdy, I know that if you're uh, like underweight, you shouldn't eat loads. Of, you should do it gradually. Would she know that? She would absolutely I mean, not know that. Would she? No, There's no she world in which Nevin knows that. Yeah, she would buy you the giant... 
Oh, she, she wouldn't even be aware of the concept of under-eating, I wouldn't have thought. Like, no. No, just, she wouldn't, and she wouldn't give a shit happens. about the money. <clears throat> no, exactly. So a big point, oink pot pie, which, so they, those are made for the ASMR, effectively. So they're like yeah. double the size. It, it is effectively oh. like, you know those tray bake family pie, like yeah. big rectangles? Yeah. It's that kind of a size. So I, I'm assuming something arrives in which I could use as a bath. Like, <laughs> 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 At the very least, you know. What it's, a it's way like to a, put it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it's very large. Do you, any drinks along alongside that? Because you, oh, you yeah. were getting mimosas, so you're just buying some more mimosas. Mimosas. Uh. I, I get everyone know. a round of mimosas, whether yeah. they ask yeah, for it. Yeah, okay. Or not. I, I, still, I still would just like a glass of water if that's okay. You get the mimosa as well. So you yeah, have uh, an oink pot pie, huge oink pot pie, <laughs> and a mimosa and a glass of water. Do you try... Well, what do you try first? This is Cromwell. At least he's not going to get drunk. Uh, yeah, I'll drink the water. <laughs> do you drink the water? Do you just sort of like awkwardly like not really want to dig in because, you know... Yeah, I'll, I'll wait for everyone else to start their food first. <laughs> oh, I took in straight away. Hmm? We took into our food straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, the mimosas oh, oh, have oh, gone already. <laughs> when yeah, it arrives at the table. <laughs> So the mimosa, you can, it, it's the kind of um, cocktail where, I'm not sure, you can decide whether or not you'd be able to tell or not, but it is lower watered quality down. alcohol. Yeah. It's not watered down, it's just mimosa. like, it's it's just the, you know, like it's not high quality alcohol, it is the sort of store brand version because that's the cheapest one and Doug Net Dreams again makes money, but they're making so much stuff, they just get that kind of like lower brand alcohol so and the fruit juice wouldn't be like Ooh. as fresh stuff like that i don't know if there's any fruit juice in it. i'm just talking about general um cocktails it's like it's, everything is just a little lower grade than you'd be used to uh whenever you've had alcohol not that you've fruit, had it she'd be able to tell anyway. but she's not gonna say anything mm. fruit adjacent Fruit adjacent. <laughs> no, it would be fruit. It's just like it's been stored and frozen for a while. You know, that sort of breaks it up a little bit. Uh, we, but we should um, call them Bucks Fizz, really. Because because Bucks Fizz, the, the name Bucks Fizz was invented by my great uncle. So. It was? Almost, yeah. Was it? Wow. Is, are we talking in, in game or not in game? No, we're talking no, outside it, of it, game. Really, we're talking in real game. life. Really? Yeah. He's that is very baby. cool. Was he in the band as well? His name is Buckmaster, and he heard it. He has the club still exists in London, Bucks, and that's where they he came up with the idea because he couldn't get hold of peach juice to do. Uh, Alex uh, clearly very tired with this story. Peach and champagne. What's it called? Peach and champagne. It's a. You, you got the hot Bellini. Tea. A Bellini. So he, he was uh, in the cavalry in in France back in the turn of the 1900s. It took when he me came back. He started the club. Couldn't get hold of peach juice. Used orange juice instead. Became came up with Bucks Fizz. This is such this is such such a middle class kid thing. I, I was confused for the longest time between a bellini and a blini, as in like the little pancake with smoked with smoked salmon <laughs> and cream cheese. So back to C three. That's a really short story, Kyle. You should write fantasy stories. Do you, try, try, the the mimosa? Stories? Do you yeah. try the mimosa? Yeah. Oh oh oh. From yeah, yeah. From no. Uh, I think you, you just I don't think, try it uh, at all. No, I will. I will if I am sat next to uh, it, it, Neva for you, Greg. No, you're Maisie. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get these confused. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Hello, my I'm name also, is... I'm just... also going to define they are not twins. Not for you guys, just for twins. anybody listening. They're not twins, they are sisters a year apart. I feel like that needs to yeah. be defined. 
I will attempt to move it closer to Maisie as, uh, as she is clearly drinking hers quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Just, like, she, she finishes hers Neither and you just quickly me, like, swap around. I don't want to do my accent yeah. until Greg does that. I'm avoiding <laughs> it until you do yours, so ha! Huh? <laughs> well, Maisie and Neva definitely didn't have the same accent last episode. So. <laughs> supposed to be. <laughs> They grow up in opposite ends of the house, and the house is very right. large, and it's yeah. three different geographical regions. Yeah. East side, west side. Of the house, yeah. <laughs> East wing, we could have got away with doing wing. that instead. West wing. Well, Cal would One of you's going to have to talk at some point. If everybody else is eating, Cal would sort of start looking at it. He tastes the reverse. Be like, oh, it's very nice, but I think I'll have a glass of water if that's all right. So basically, there's the three of you having water, and they're just the two drunkards. Because <laughs> Samir is also not like, touching the mimosa. I don't usually have sort of, you know, uh, sort of alcoholic drinks this time of day. I, I might have one later on, perhaps, but I'm just not, not in the mood at the moment. That's so, sorry, but if you'd like it, of course, one of you two. That's fine. It's not like we're going to run out of money for it. So. Yeah, but it's a lovely thought, though. Thank you. But yes, uh, can I uh, say, can I have a glass of water over here, please? So perhaps a jug and, a, and six glasses. Five glasses. Gal, are you alright? At some point, <laughs> some point that we get popped over. Six glasses. It looks up like. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the food. It's, it's lovely. No problem. Thank you for for buying the food. It's very kind. <laughs> are you eating it? Uh, I'll just like start picking away that at was it. Just, heady asking. just with with presumably halfling sized cutlery. Just start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just start, start getting making, into it. Um, like, I mean, for for Cromwell, like, it's. Great. I mean, you know, Half like, an hour later, you finally penetrated the crust of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's not. It, it's it's much better food than you are used to. It's better food than the refectory, uh, the the dinner hall uh, was giving. Like you know, it's 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 a it's a pub. It's, it's you know very rich. The meat is very good. I mean, especially this place doing an oink pot pie. They, they have it down. You know, the gravy is really lovely. The the uh, meat is absolutely perfect. So it's very good food. Possibly some of the best food you've ever tasted. And I imagine Cal would be... I don't know what the kind of food would be in a monastery. Fairly simple, um, This would be quite food... rich for what I was used to. No, you see, the, the thing is, you'd probably have some richer food just because uh -huh. of family. Well, that's true. That is true. So it would be on par, probably. Maybe It'd a bit nicer. Samir is eagerly tucking in, having not enjoyed the refectory food at all. Yeah, finally some real grub. Still, still lower quality than you're used to. Oh well, yeah, but it's better. Than oh, yes, it's really nice. Yes, lovely little place. It's quite old, isn't it? This place. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's like four hundred years old or something. We've always talked about this place, so <clears throat> I forgot. Yeah, got some historical yeah, relevance. What's yeah, so person? who is who is Jugnak? There must have been like a mighty wizard to to build this structure and have it stand for for so long. Well, you can just build things in my stay. I want to talk, but it won't come out. <laughs> just do it. Whatever comes out, it's permanent now. So Cal would say to Gale. Uh, are you you uh, live in Veluna? Do you do you know much about this place? Is this uh, particularly well known? Or? The, it, the pub itself is well known. I don't know the history there. It's 
She's been around forever. Well, it's certainly very nice. So I shall, mm -hmm. I shall imagine we'll be coming back here again during the course of the next couple of years. Neva's, Neva's yep. writing in a book. She's not paying attention to the conversation. Pretty, She's just, quite, just say, oh, hello, Are you all right? <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Neva, would you like my uh, mimosa? I wouldn't have it. Uh, you, seem, you seem a bit quiet today. You all right? Oh, no, you can give it to Maisie if you want. Maisie, would you like? Uh, oh, Maisie, yes. oh, no. Mimosa. <laughs> 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 Macy's got one of those swirly straws that's so like. <laughs> uh, three mimosas down. Can you give me a constitution save? Sure. Because as much as you'd like the alcohol, it's unlikely you drink a lot very often. <laughs> oh, dear. oh dear. Six. Six. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're on that sort of like tipsy edge. It's not the absolutely slosh, you know, wibbling Mary. around, but more of like that you're merry, you're giggly, you're sort of just. You know, not on the edge of slurring words. Inhibitions are sort of, you know, fleeting away. <laughs> okay, noted. So, I, what are we going to do this afternoon, though? I can't remember what's on the, uh, on the schedule. Uh, anyone remember? I, I think okay. it was just... To, to, today, we, we just did the tour, and then... I don't think there's anything for tomorrow, and then Wednesday. Oh no, there's a society thing, and then the day after we have to go and get information about this year-long challenge. But we don't know anything about what the challenges are, except that they're different every year, uh, and that the person who gave us the tour didn't do the one in her first year because it's only first years, and she regretted it that she didn't do it. Yeah, enough, enough. Oh, so what are oh, you thinking that far then? ahead? <laughs> you don't just wake up and figure out what you're doing that day? <laughs> Aren't we supposed to meet our professors on Wednesday? Oh, that's right, yes. I can't remember what I guess. I shouldn't. I've got them. I don't want to. it jotted down in my. Um, you're going to do it. My little notepad. You are going to do it. Bering, Bregan, Serena the, Mason. The best case scenario is if I go to class and I'm unknown the entire semester. No, you need to go and meet them. Do we? I mean, as our resident history buff, do you do you know anything about our our professors, Neva? Other than the one that we talked about before, Etch, who is apparently super famous, but uh, it, it does does blood stuff. Asshole. Does does blood stuff? Yeah. Well, I think I, I don't I, know because I don't know who your professors are. My, well, we, we I think we shared a couple. I've got Verin Bragan for history. Uh, Ashwell Morthagus and Jeff Gatwain for Arcane Theory, and Ashwell Morthagus again, and Alias Preston for Enchantment. Would I know anything about any of them? Uh, give me a, uh, give me a history. I, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that I, I have definitely pronounced all of those correctly either. But <laughs> feel free to to correct me on on that. Neither 14. For history Fourteen. Uh, you'd recognize the name Bregan. Yeah, I thought so. I just didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> um, you would be aware... Uh, you would be aware that um, there is a rumor that one of the professors 
is the long lost prince of Carmanthia. Would I connect the two together? Well, yeah, so you would connect the two. You wouldn't know if the rumor is true or not, though. So you would be like vaguely aware that Professor Bragan might be. You've never really seen them, so you. But don't it's know. like a common like, elven last name. There's a rumor. It, yeah, like, it was not that common because it is a royal name and the royals are Bregans. Like, the current king is supposedly the brother of Varen Bregan. I guess it's a bit like if somebody had the surname Windsor now, it would be like, it's plausible, but like, mm. it's not a common, yeah. common name. Mm. Yeah. Plausible, but bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the rumor is that uh, Professor Bregan could be the long lost prince. Oh, I got Professor Bregan history. I, I, when did I he get lost? Know, yeah, I didn't know there was a long lost prince. Yeah, so he's like the brother of the king currently. Oh, so he's an elf. Oh, so he could have been lost for like a thousand years or something. But like, I have no he... clue. It's just a rumor. But like, it's not like he's hiding. If he's the he's the the lecturer at the university, like along the road, it's not. Oh, he's not yeah. hiding that hard, is he? That's a very good point to me. I, I would imagine it's probably just like something that someone was like, oh, they have a similar last name, so he's he's his brother and, no. So I'll be okay. saying, I'll I think be saying, probably made up. I would say this campaign is going to be the Lost Prince. He was the found prince. <laughs> 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 well, I, yes. What, uh, what campaign? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, see, that, was, that wasn't the silly voice, that was me saying, to be um, I can tell the difference. <laughs> yes, I've because uh, um, uh, Cal is also uh, a bit of a history buff. So, do we would, do we actually have the list of the professors? No, you wouldn't have a list of all the professors. You have the list of your professors. Mm -hmm. Fine. So I'd have the same. Well, mine overlaps pretty much, doesn't it? You have one different professor because you're doing theology. Yeah, Maisie. Maisie if well, you're in the mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If if you're thinking about skipping uh, meeting the professors, uh, it might not. it might be worth going because you're doing like a like a stealth or like sneaky class, right? Yeah, subterfuge. Well, you were super interested in like the vaults and stuff, and so I imagine that they have had a hand in like designing the security and stuff. That they, they might be really good people just to like, you know. They might be able to tell, tell you a bit more about it and be like, oh yeah, the vault's super cool, we're gonna have a class in there like next semester where we'll set up like an obstacle course uh, and it'll be like a, you know, so you can help design security in the future as well. I feel like if I express my interest in the vaults, then it's gonna be even more obvious if I do uh, try, uh, try to break in. It's, it's full of magical stuff, I'm sure everyone asks about it. I don't think it's a good idea to break into the vault. It's more like a senior year thing. I didn't say anything after about they trained me. Are you, are you wanting to break in? I mean, just to like do it, you know. Not like there's anything I want in there. You know, just... you know, it doesn't it doesn't seem to me that chatting about this sort of thing in a in a sort of pub environment is 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 a very good idea. Or if like... you were ever going to do it, you know, there's lots of people around. I think perhaps. Perhaps it's, no, I mean, not a great idea anyway, but if you're going to think about it, I wouldn't do it out here yeah. in, it, in the pub. It must be a pretty big, like, target, so... I'm sure someone has, has, like, tried it as, like, a senior year thing, so... I'm sure if you ask around. At that point, I'll have yeah. 
like a, a whole group of people on the show to, to to help me in there. It'll be like you, like ten other people, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. come up with like a code name, like Coastline Eleven or something. Mm. We'll see about that one. I don't like that name, but maybe it's something else. That I was just rolling a history just in case it was a really high roll. <clears throat> Let's give it about the same. So, were you? Maybe in fact you should be asking if you want to if you can roll a history. Well, I, it was it was still the same thing because it's the same professors, but this mm-hmm. is just the same roll. Mm-hmm. If you, it, I want you to know if you do it that way around, if you roll a high roll, that doesn't guarantee I'm going to accept it as a roll. No, true. I, I did mention it before, but you didn't listen. So, so where? Where where do we need to go tomorrow for this society thing? Do we know? Yes. Uh, no. Isn't it the ground hall? Or okay. No. Where where's that? What thank you? The CQ Grand Hall. <laughs> I love how you say no, and you're like, I'm like, I'm looking at it. I know I'm right. <laughs> uh, uh, Wait, the Grand Hall or the Guild Hall? The Grand Hall. The Grand Hall. I don't have the Grand Hall on my list of buildings. No, neither do I. Grand Hall is not a building, it is, is it in the buildings. I'll give you a, a, a big hint. The CQ is, is quite... Callaway Quad. So there's going to be a, a, a big... Well, there's, there's a hall in the Quad. I mean, there'll, there'll be signs, won't there? If, if it's a sort of a... Yeah, I mean... thing, there'll be signs. As long as you go to the Quad, there'll be something in there. Yeah, and if we if we get up early enough, then I'm sure we'll just see like a bunch of people wandering over. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, get up early. That's it. What? Neither. Was there anything else you wanted oh. to see in the city? Like, <laughs> it's okay if not. It's, that's fine. Uh, no, Maisie, it's fine. Maisie. I'm good. <laughs> Maisie, was there anything else you wanted to do in the city? As, as Neva seems very occupied with her notebook. <laughs> no. I, I, I would like to try to get into the clock tower at some point this week. Maybe at, maybe one of the nights. That'd be fun. When you say get into. Yeah. Like. like... They've got like a wire fence over it. It's not going to be hard. Oh. It's a stone wall, but yeah. Stone wall, sure. <laughs> do is is there anything up there that you want to like? Do you just want a better view of the Maybe city? You're gonna have to you're gonna have to learn what different materials are if you're gonna break into places. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I see things with my own imagination, and then I mean, there's like a fourth voice out that fourth wall voice that comes out and is like, no, actually, it's this <laughs> very active imagination. Like you've got a small imp in your medallion. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that sounds like one of those. Like a bee in your bonnet. Well, someone's got an imp in their medallion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the Jellian equivalent of bee in your bonnet. Oh, imagine if Melon had had that cultural impact. <laughs> that would be wonderful. I think he did. Absolutely. I think I think they became well-known enough. They traveled around a lot. Did we hear what happened to Melon and his jazz bar? We have no idea. That's so, after a good, probably, I mean, it, it, I would say like an hour or so. I mean, you aren't exactly uh, being fast. You uh, come to the end of your meal, uh, which would be charged, you know, a good, like, for all of you eating all that. I think you already paid for the drink, so probably like um, a gold. Did I? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure the drink's already already I already charged you, so okay. like a uh, gold for all the food, it's not you know, for you not expensive. For someone like Cromwell, that's like a gold. What? Um <laughs> Neither got the food and I got the drinks, right? Wait, Cromwell, yeah. how are you how are you like funding this university thing anyway? It feels like pretty just, <laughs> I, I, I did like a little bit of work. Uh, I was working as, um, as like a janitor before I came here and, you know, in a school. So they helped me with a few uh, kind of like links and that to, to be able to get in. And uh, I believe you have a scholarship. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I, I got really lucky. Um, so oh, I'm not cool. I'm not paying like a full like a full thing. Cool, good job, I guess. Thank you. What what about what about you? Uh, I, all we know is that you come from the north, and there's a there's a guy here that you hate uh, for, for some reason, right? And you don't like getting I mean, up early like, in the morning. We we know I that. Don't like, I don't like hate him. He's just annoying, and like you know, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I guess it's sort of a scholarship type deal as well. Cool. Is that is that like a sports scholarship because you're doing your like martial thing? Uh, yeah, it's like a martial scholarship. Cool. Well, uh, I, 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 are you obviously carrying a weapon? By the way, I meant to ask if you've got like a weapon on your hip or like something I... across your back. No, I don't think I would have taken it with me. Okay. So I was going to ask, what is your like? Uh... You, would, I guess you probably would have seen it in the in the dorms or whatever. It's um, it's a it's a mace. That's like that's like a club, right? Or a, yeah. Is that a mace cool. or a mole? That's like a, uh, a mole like is a, the big one that does two d six. It's the it's mole. like a big old cudgel looking thing. Yeah. Mm. I got a, I got a mace which I brought with me from home, but I didn't really use it. It's just some of my. Come on, it was. A, let's go to the mall. Um... <laughs> oh. So. Yeah, so, hang on, so you, you've both got weapons. I, uh, have it with, I don't have it with me, I've, I've got a mace and a... And yeah, a, a it'd be unlikely you have it with you. Yeah, I've got a... I, my, my father gave it to me, it's, it's on a on my wall at home, it's not actually his, it was uh, came from my mother's family, in fact, they're more fighters. My father's a monk, so... Uh, but I've got, I've got some bits and pieces on my wall at home, sort of family bits and pieces. Um, because I love being sneaky, for something... That has happened anywhere between one and ten minutes ago. Can everybody roll a um Oh god damn it. Um oh, what's it called? It's called a bloody uh, insight. <laughs> but I'll only tell you what it's for if it becomes Oh my god, I hate this. I don't know. Really oh. Plus one. Um will this not be passive <laughs> insight? It could I roll, roll the insight anyway, makes it more active. Okay, Conversationally. So you know uh 17 insight anyone else Nine. 12 <clears throat> 12 my total was tw 21 with an act 20. it's kind of high passive insight and i want to fucking use it okay <laughs> <laughs> my dice just don't like me if i'd use my dice it would have been uh i'm now gonna send the things what did you Greg, you said you got like a 17. 17, yeah. Actually, can you roll again for disadvantage because you're drunk? 
14. Okay. Okay, so it was inside about Joe then. Who's to say? We're getting secret DMs from the DM. <laughs> uh, Cody, you said you got a 12, yes? Nine. A nine. Who got a 12? I got a 12. Cool. Simon? I got 19. Okay. Moving on with then. Everyone has appropriate information that they might, uh, might find interesting. I mean, why is sort of like a liar? <laughs> huh? Just what? lying all the time. Just bad vibes. What? You? Know? You're okay. Seems like a yeah. nice enough chap to me. I shouldn't accuse people of lying without without proof. Yeah, mate, that, that ain't nice. Yes. Um, so maybe it's just maybe maybe it's just something private. Yeah, Every, everyone's got like, stuff that they don't like to talk about. I feel like the rest of us have been very forthcoming. Well, mostly. This means been very cagey. Well, I don't know you guys. Miz, are you okay? I'm all drunk. <laughs> I can tell. Maybe you should have some water. I've got some mind lift if you want to borrow it. Okay. He's drinking a water. <laughs> so it's probably around like four o'clock, five o'clock. You know, sun's getting low in the sky at this point. It's not gone down quite yet, but it's, it's getting pretty low. It's uh, dusk, the sun's plural. Uh, what's your plan? Um, as we are, are we walking back to the dorms? Back to the yeah. university. We could go to the. Uh, we could go to the uh, student junior for a bit if you like. There's probably some. I don't know. Some games you could play there or something. I don't know. Or we could head back, uh, back to the dorm. We don't really mind. Uh, if we are if we are walking somewhere, I would just like to kind of fall behind uh, with Samir uh, behind the other three or four okay. as Gail's there. If that's right. So so as you're all heading in the direction generally towards um, the university sort of campus, campus. Uh, in terms of the streets, the lights are coming on. Um, there's a bit of a sort of a guard presence and quite a lot of movement. It's this sort of a time, the equivalent of rush hour. People are just sort of going home or going to places. So it's not like insanely busy, but it's a bit more of like a weaving in and out of people uh, kind of a setup. So it's quite easy um, as you sort of vaguely get split up for uh, Cromwell to sort of just back a little bit off with Samir. That is if Samir is savvy to this and doesn't notice and walk on ahead. I just kind of, I think I probably just like side time a bit and carry on. Yeah, I'd like tug, tug on your like sleeve or something. <laughs> <laughs> what? To say, I, uh, I, I just want to say like it's, all, it's okay if you don't want to say, uh, you know, it, it's not nice to be accused of, of lying. Um, so I thought that given um, that that was, you know, maybe uncomfortable for you, you might enjoy this. 
Um, especially as um, Maisie said that they like pranks. And I will take my little wand out from my um, from my coat, point it at the back of Maisie, and I will cast a very quick prestidigitation to soil. Uh, what, what what are you wearing? Like trousers or a skirt or something, uh, Greg? I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was. I think it's just shorts and like a a big uh, flannel. So I will press the digitation. I will soil a large brown stain on the back of your shorts. Vindication. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. I, will, I will quickly just put my one back in, and I'll go. Scuttle off. <laughs> <laughs> and how does Samir react? Okay. Oh. Do you just let it just let it sit? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not touching it, am I? <laughs> as in, as in you, you don't say anything. You just sort of. Yeah. I... As you take the action of not doing anything, your ever so slight. You can feel that, like, migraine pain brewing. Okay. <laughs> you just, you just <laughs> ignore it? Something. Um, so it, it's, it's, uh, I'd say, so all of your passive perceptions, call them out to me so I don't have to read them. 11. 11. Oh no, yeah, 11. Well, uh, 11. Th 13. <laughs> okay, none of you understand. <laughs> That's fine. I can just, uh... Don't mind me, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um... This is this is Gale with six eyes everywhere looking yeah. around, seeing <laughs> everything. Is it, so you continue on, uh, Smee. I guess it, you hang up. Is hang it back getting dark yet? Yes, it's dusk. But can everyone see all right in the dark? We went for lunch, right? You went late afternoon because you wanted to avoid the rush. Yes. Uh, Maisie can't, but she'll just pull her glasses out and flip off the, the tinted yeah. bit, and there's just like a normal, normal glasses that uh, shine a little bit. I just, I just assumed that there were street lamps everywhere. There are street lamps, yes. Yeah, it's between the bit that you're in. I mean, there are areas of Alien that wouldn't be as well lit, but you're down some of the main streets yeah. towards the campus. You'll be pretty good in terms of light. Good. Um, so where are you going? Back to the accommodation. You get to the accommodation first before you'd be able to move on towards any of the other places, like the library or you know, any of that kind of student union type stuff. Neither. Accommodation. Get get an early night mm -hmm. and and then go to the society's thing tomorrow. What's up, Maeve? I was just gonna ask. Every time I ask about um, Velka, uh, Din Din Din. Or say her last name. You just say mm -hmm. that she's Elsie's best friend, but you don't really say anything else about her. You know anything else about her? Uh, would I know much more about her, Alex? All the history. I have to use no, it's, oh. no, it's the fact that I've got to bend down and get my dice out because my dice 
in my Neva box are just rolling shit. <laughs> I've not got above a 10 on them. Uh, fuck off! That's a 10. It's a 10. Not really. You, you, you were aware. Um, you know the name. Um, it wasn't your obsession. Yeah. That is Velka. So you are aware that Velka was around a fair bit and then had a bit of a tumultuous, I think that's the right word, past. Um, and wasn't necessarily involved in some of the like earlier strangelings, or should I say like the main strangelings um, uh, activities. Um, but you are vaguely aware of like the things before, like she's got the scales and uh, you think it's, the rumors are that it's, you know, what it's written down is some sort of traumatic incident, what did that rather than it being natural, but you're not too aware of necessarily Velka's personality or hmm. any of the extra stuff. Don't really know much. Uh, she was kind of absent from most of it. She, I know she got the scales from some random accident or something. But yeah, no. I'm just, really just a little worried, worried since she's in two of my classes. I don't want to really get on my bad side and then have a shitty semester. So. I'm sure you'll be fine. Just don't be yourself. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the right. Uh... No, it's right with you. No. Don't worry. Rude. Rude. <laughs> Rude. Love you. <laughs> Okay. So, we're so back I know room. at least Cromwell is going to be going back to the apartment. Yeah. Yeah. All of you chill back. So, it, like yeah. I said, it, 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 the day goes on. You're probably quite full. Uh, Cromwell, I would imagine you have a little doggy bag of pie. Uh, quite a big doggy bag. I yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I would have eaten not even like a quarter of it. Uh... So you've got quite a big doggy bag. You'd also be aware that there's nowhere really to store it, like as in a fridge in your apartment. So. You got that to deal with, um, but you'd have some some doggy bags of food, and you'd go back. You probably wouldn't. I mean, it's up to you guys whether you'd go we, down for food or not. But you'd be quite full. Um, we have access to a, a sink, right? Yes. Cool. I will. You all have sinks. I will fill up my sink with water. Uh, I will cast shape water on it with my little. I'll just tap it with my wand, and it will freeze. And then I'll just put put the food on top of it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a practical use. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very funny. Okay. Doesn't it just only stay that way for like five minutes? Uh, it's an hour. Oh, okay. You just have to go in there once an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so you do that and probably have a little nibble later and the rest of you uh, chill out. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make the executive decision that there is a little uh, storage bit um, in your big lounge area that has some like board games and such which have just been like they're like very simple board games like some cards like a equivalent left of behind Monopoly. By old, yeah left behind and then like they've evidently updated some but they're just not, not there's not like a wide expansive selection but there's do stuff to li do lizards and lungeons <laughs> no <laughs> lizards and lungeons wow well done do each of the boxes have a have both missing pieces and a little list of like handwritten rules for a drinking game for each one. Yes, yeah. uh, so, <laughs> so, guaranteed. Missing, missing pieces, no, but there are definitely mismatched pieces. So, like mm. in in the equivalent of um, whatever, whatever game, there's one with a board where you have little counters. Three of them look like little plastic 
um, humanoid shapes, and one of them is just like a thumbtack or something that's just like obviously been stuck there as a as a replacement, or possibly from a different game. Like it's it's a bit mismatched. Um, there's definitely some like alcohol stains on some of them. Like they're not it's not massively well taken care of. And for a couple of them, yeah, there's there's some scrawled down notes. Um, some of which is written in uh, Kerwin, Some of it is written in Common uh, as to like just various homebrew rules or there's a, um, drinking there's, rules. There's a game of Twister where some of the some of it have been like patchworked over because there were holes in it. But like obviously that means that it's no longer like a color. Mm. So you just have to guess. <laughs> so did you play some board games, or did you, we were all just chilling? Got some, you could yeah. do like Ring of Fire or something. I play board games. Classic. Mason goes uh, right to her. Mason goes right to her room. For while, puts her headphones on. Just... Hang on, one at a time. One at a time. <laughs> I said, Cal would be up for for games for a little while, but he would get away relatively early. Okay. Cromwell said you goes goes to bed. Maisie goes and ignores the life. Headphones on, just plunks out on the bed. Samir? Um Yeah, I go back to my room. Maybe we would offer to play Dragon Chess with somebody. As he's heading to his room, uh Cow would say, Oh Samir. You were saying you had. A, I did interested in. You said you had like a mace or or a, what do you call it? A, a maul or something. I'd be interested to, to yeah. see it. I mean, I'm not that I use them, but I've got one of my own, which is an old family heirloom. I'm just interested to see what your, sure. your maul is like. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go get mine. Okay. I'll show you mine. Mine is a, exactly. Mine is a sort of very very boring because <laughs> I don't know what a, what a good mace looks like. I don't know if, if you think it's any good or not. It's just an ordinary box standard mace. So, um, the mace that Kali has um, is... It's obviously high quality, but it is not necessarily special, if that makes any sense. You know, like, it, it's it's a decent weapon. It, it's um, sharp, you know. You've, you've got little, like, like, a little uh, cover over the top of it to be safe. Um, and it's obviously, it's obviously well crafted, like nice, like etchings and and car not necessarily carving, but worked into a very nice sort of material. Etchings, engravings, and <laughs> engravings, and um, overall, it's been it's been used because it's been used. In, it's like, been used, but it's been sharpened and but that looks after well. Yeah. yeah. Um, equivocally, uh, Samir, your mate, your mall. Um, a similar sort of situation. It's nothing particularly special, um, but it is high quality, like high quality steel and high quality. I believe it has some wood and stuff sort of built into it, so it's just generally very high quality. So they're, they're two very nice weapons, quite, probably quite expensive. You know, you'd be looking in the range of like a few hundred each. Um, you know, sort of sort of up there, but nothing like bespoke necessarily. I imagine also, that, the uh, mall is much bigger. The mall is like a big I, long mace. I was going to say, if if, uh, if Samir allows Cal to try and lift it, it, he would struggle to pick it up, I should think. Mm. You'd so, be able to lift it, but it, you wouldn't be able to use it. Oh, gosh. Okay, now I know what a wall is. Blimey. I thought it was just a slightly bigger mace, but <laughs> I mean, my thing looks like a like an egg spoon compared to yours. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> okay, well, I hope I don't get into a fight with you then, basically. Okay, thanks. It's just interesting. I don't really get to see weapons very much. Not in the monastery. We don't really use them very much. It's more 
the monks themselves tend to do sort of, you know, hand-to-hand stuff that would be the usual happens. Anyway, thank you. That was interesting. Yeah, no worries. Sleep well. Sleep well. Do you, do you drag the mall all the way back, just like this lovely scrape across the floor, or do you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't yeah. even try and move it, but it's far too heavy. <laughs> no, it was uh, Samir, just like scraping, oh, yeah. scraping the, the floor the whole way back. Not like deep gouges, but like obvious like marks across the floor. If it's out in the main area. It would be, yeah. yes. Whilst he's doing that, Neva would be like, do you mind not doing that? <clears throat> oh, sorry. Carries on doing it. so the final thing of the evening does the only person that's left uh kale take up neva on the offer of dragon chess gale would have once everyone's leaving would have also headed off back well i'll give it a go i don't think i don't don't think i know how to play it actually but if you can show me the rules sure do you do a comp do you try to do a competent job of teaching the rules are you like purposefully gonna leave out a load of Sneaks and oh, tricks. Oh, no, she will teach him properly. Okay. Uh, in which case, everyone roll a... I say everyone, just everyone. the two of you. Roll a intelligence. I mean, everyone else is welcome to, but it'll affect things. So just roll an intelligence. Not Cromwell accidentally winning dragon chess oh. whilst asleep. <laughs> Twelve. Thirteen. <laughs> so it, it's a it's slow a meeting game. Of, meeting of it's masters. a slow game. You haven't played very often. Um, and it's one of those that goes on forever and ever and ever until there's only about like four pieces left but eventually just at the very end Neva, you do manage to probably due to having played it a few more times sort of get that last little bit but it's like it's like an hour you're playing this game for it, like it goes on for a while I can imagine that uh, Cal would quite enjoy the, the, the mental challenge mm-hmm. and eventually say well that's it you, you've got me you've beaten me that's that was good really good very good. Thank you ever so much for tea. We'll have to have a you learn quick, you do. Oh, so right up my alley. I quite enjoyed that. I thought Very much would. a challenge. We'll have to keep uh, playing next time. Perhaps I'll beat you, you never know. I always have my set on me if you ever want to play. Oh, thank you very much. I'll bear that in mind. Well, I'm off to bed. I'm a bit tired now, but uh, thanks for the game. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Sleep well. You too. <laughs> So you have a wonderful night's sleep. I'm sure, to be fair, nice and nice and full up, you'll have a wonderful night's sleep uh, before waking up in the morning. What time do people try and wake up? Bearing in mind that your society fair waking on a Tuesday is at twelve. It's midday. But Cal will be fairly early riser anyway. Yeah, Neve will be up by half seven, eight o'clock. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Nine. Eleven. Yeah, eleven at the very earliest. <laughs> yeah. Neva would definitely get pissed off of waiting around for maybe. <laughs> and you know, you'll know she had she'd have been up like an hour earlier than that, but you'll just hear like some bass playing from the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, loud. That's loud enough that if you were to knock, you you're not getting an answer <laughs> unless you're. <laughs> Neva ain't knocking. Inexplicably, Samir manages to sleep through this. <laughs> Uh, so Cromwell, upon wake, waking up, would have uh, asked, or seeing, seeing who else was up, so at that point it was Neva and Mark, what time did you say Cal was getting up? Between and 7 and 8, he put, put away yeah. about half 7, get up about 8. So, would ask the two of you if, A, we need to go to the library, to if we don't have any books that we might need for our classes, and B, 
if if we do, do you want to go and get them <laughs> before everyone else is up and, and takes them? That's I would love idea. to go to the library, but I would... I've got loads of books in my room already. I don't You're have any books. to borrow them. I've got a few books of, of, of history from uh, where I live, but uh, a couple of uh, theological things. But yeah, I really don't like to see the library, so yeah, let's do that. Okay. Looks like the other two aren't getting up anytime soon by the sounds of snoring from the rooms. Sure. So the three of you get up, set up, and uh, head off to the library. So the library is over in, I believe, if I get my things correctly, Raftingham Court. Which is a fair trek from where you are, uh, to be fair. You've got like a, a good like a ten minute walk over to the university to the right area. Um, nice fresh fresh air in the morning, lovely. Be fresh morning. It'll still be dark at this point. Sort of nine o'clock in the morning, it's still dark. You'd be seeing the very edges of the sun's uh starting to come up. But the lights, you know, the lamps would be on. You'd have a nice cold, fresh morning, maybe about ten to twelve degrees centigrade. Um, so you'd wrap up a little bit and uh, and head on over. There's not many other students around. You're one of maybe 20 other students that you see uh, moving around. But the library is open uh, when you get over there. Um, I'm trying remembering. Do I have a description of what the library looks like? I think I swear I do somewhere, but I have also got 4 million billion pieces of paper. So, uh, <laughs> and none of them are real paper. <laughs> I think it would just bear with me for one second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go into the the folder called Favel. That'll be really helpful. <laughs> um. You know, it's just describe it to us next time. No, it's, it's fine. fine. I, I, but I think I know what it would look like anyway. So, um, you wander over to uh, Rathcon Court, over to the library, and the main entrance of the library is is very similar to the rest of this lovely sort of like uh dark stone archway with these wonderful steps leading up to it look it looks like very old architecture architecture god damn it architecture <laughs> <laughs> but you but as you were told it's actually fairly new it's sort of just referencing uh, looking a little older um but it's that weird mixture of style that you sometimes see in like British museums where the outside building looks old, but the door is like made of glass and the inside is obviously a lot newer. Uh, the doors are open and you walk up the stairs immediately to your left. There is a cafe and to the right, there is your stationery shop with a set of spiraling stairs as well, which you already know would lead up to the uh, sort of study rooms. Nothing you need to pay attention to. And directly in front of you is another uh, inside archway, a lovely stone uh, archway that leads through to this gigantic library which is effectively one giant room with many different like sm shorter sort of corridors uh, going along it so the shelves of books are a good you know 10 foot tall so you can't see over them but there's just rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of books with this wonderful organization uh, almost supermarket style uh, signs showing you know, different areas of you know, uh, 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 genres and uh, areas of books um, and some small areas that you can sit down but evidently this, you know, these aren't necessarily the study uh, room sort of in the center there's just an area of tables that you could potentially sit down and read some books at. Um, and like I said not many people there's a couple people around there's a main desk closer to that entrance as well standard style just one person sitting behind a desk where they would obviously let you check out any books uh, and the rest is all kind of just open and uh, and free. 
the roof itself, big, tall, um, because there's a second floor, it is, you know, like a flat roof, but it is still a very impressive sort of design um, all over the whole thing. I would head over to the uh, librarian. <laughs> so you head over to the sort of front desk and this librarian is uh, a rather young, uh, younger than you would expect for a classic librarian. Uh, male, elf, at least has pointy ears possibly like a third year or something who's sitting has uh, some glasses on looking down doing some kind of work which you can just peek the edge of looks like some very very complex like arcane mechanics of some kind like physics equations and far beyond anything you understand kind of style of things but as you walk up he sort of put, lays down the pen very gently making sure there's no ink blots and looks up takes off his glasses like oh hello ah uh, good morning my name's uh kind of ties are my uh friends we're starting at the university well, right. now, really. Um, so uh, I was wondering, I mean, uh, if there's any books that you could recommend for our courses. I'm I'm doing history, theology, arcane theory in particular, because I've got some history and theology books of my own. But arcane theory, I don't really have much. Uh, do you know what's a recommended sort of beginners of first year kind of book in that kind of area? Um, well, it depends on what you're looking for, really. Um if you want extracurricular stuff, I mean, just take a take a look in the particular uh, areas. Uh, you know, there's sort of a history section. There's the arcane section. There's plenty of books by lots of different people. It really, uh, I, I can't really give too much advice because it depends on what in particular you're looking for. Um, if you're looking for textbooks and things like that, there is a section for textbooks. You're welcome to rent those. Uh, we go back uh, about ten years worth of textbooks because um, they get updated every year, but you won't need to uh, necessarily take out anything uh, new. You'll be provided those uh, as of your first lesson, uh, textbooks and things like that. Um, if you're interested, like I say, in, in, in just sort of extracurricular stuff for arcane studies, uh, a good place to look is... is, is um, by the author, uh, Lord... Oh my god, I've forgotten my own character's name. Ferrothal? Ferrothal. He's <laughs> uh, a very powerful wizard. Um, uh, he passed you know, many years ago, but he's got lots of uh, very complex books, but they're, they're a good, interesting read. Go around a lot of the uh, basics to complex theories of magic, sort of sources and... Uh, applications, generation of magic, like how do you create spells and things like that. Um, if you're looking for things more, I don't know, on the edge of like uh, a druidic craft, there's a, a couple of those uh, as well um, by, by Lord. He, he did some uh, some good druidic stuff. Um, but like is, I say, it really depends on what you're looking for. Is there, um, is there a, like a directory of, um, of people? that might be available, like, uh, if we wanted to know, like, with the Adventurers Guild and stuff, if we wanted to know, oh, you know, who is, who's the best wizard and, and stuff like that, um, for, like, if we wanted to maybe get opportunities either for work or maybe, like, a mentorship thing, is, is there somewhere, is there, a, like, a book, it was probably quite old, pages are probably yellow with age or something, um, uh, is there something like that that we could have a look at? Not that I know of. No. Okay. 
Uh, if you're looking for, for work or, or any of that, I mean, you're welcome to speak with the professors. They're always in for some, uh, I mean, depending on your skill set, for, for assistance and just general helping. Not a usual thing for first years, but it's always possible if you uh, show a bit of proficiency. Uh, if you're looking for work outside of the university, uh, I mean, I can't really help with that too much. Do you have a... Uh, any kind of books on the history uh, of Beirut? I'm thinking... Uh, Plenty okay. of uh, history books, yes. Okay, I was, I was, the two things I was quite interested in were... One was... Um, what was the... What was, what was that uh, pub you went to call? Something's Dream? Dung, 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 that's it. Dung, that's Dream. We went over there. Looked quite old. Looked quite interesting. Uh, and, there's, uh, there's some oh, historical no. architecture. Um... You'll find that in the history section rather than the architecture uh, section. So there's some books uh, which sort of outline some of the more famous buildings around Beluna um, and sort of origins. Uh, if you were looking for more how those buildings are made and structured, that would be in the architecture section. If you're looking for history and information, it's the history section uh, and yeah, people as well. There's there's plenty uh, of, plenty yeah. of plenty of uh, books around historical figures uh, of all all different areas. Know, magical uh, 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 sort of council people, uh, royals, all that sort of stuff. And the strangelings as well. Yes, there there are books to do with the strangelings. Ah, oh, most interesting. Thank you. That's all in history, you said. Okay, that's that's great. And, and where would, where would we find uh, history and uh, oh, anybody else want anything else? I want arcane theory and history. Neither's already wandered off to find history. <laughs> I, I think history is probably the best place to start, and we can. That that seems like the broadest area. Oh, okay, there you go then. Which, where's the history section? I mean, it points backwards. There's a big sign that says history. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you for your help. That's okay. And he just gets back to his complex calculations. Well, I, I'm going to toddle over to the history section. I assume Cromwell's coming yeah. too. I mean, it's this two aisles, massive aisles, just full of all sorts of books and basically you know, all sorts of things that you could uh, that you could want. That's a lot of books, my goodness. I mean, uh, heaven. I I might uh, if there's if there's a book on. I, I'm not going to be able to read read what the spines say on the on the top shelves. If uh, there there are ladders, there's like the, rolling ladders. Okay, thank you. That's that's great. They're very thoughtful of whoever put those there. <laughs> With ten foot tall shelves, there's very few people that are going to, be able to see them up there. Uh, okay, so. Who knocked over <laughs> <a> book <laughs> So uh, Neva yeah, accidentally knocks some books off one of the shelves. <laughs> it just bumps into one of the, like, the refilling carts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just looking upwards too much walks into just a... Yeah, so, a cart, some yeah. some poor librarian that's just like wheeling the cart around just turns around <laughs> and slams into it knocks it over. It's like, oh... Sorry, you asked a question, Joe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You know, as long as we don't get kicked out on the first day. Uh, did I ask you a question? I, don't know, I, feel, uh, I felt like you were going to. I think I probably was. Uh, <laughs> I, I have since forgotten. I, I will instead tell you what kind of books I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to see if I can get a book on uh, powerful, powerful mages like Lord. If there is some kind of thing of like a who's who um, of history. Um, and uh, a kind of reference book on the strangelings, uh, and I would also like a kind of a kind of a, a book of like general historical events of mm -hmm. the continent. 
Yeah, so you'd find historical figures is very nice. There isn't necessarily like a comprehensive list of powerful mages, but there are some books that have like historical figures uh, from around the world, which as you skim through, you get the feeling you might be able to find some some powerful wizards. You get the feeling as you skim through them that like the most powerful wizards that you'll find are basically at, at least on the continent or at the university um, and tend to be at universities around the world because that's just, you know, where, where they can make their money and keep doing research. Um, for example, uh, one that is mentioned uh, has already come up, which is Ashwell Morthagus, uh, who is one of your professors. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, and uh, also if there's a book about, like, the Adventurer's Guild uh, and its structure or, you know, info about that. Yes, there, there is a, a bit of one about the Adventurer's Guild as well. Uh, in terms of the Strangeling, yeah, there's, there's a, a history of the Strangelings. As you read through it, you get the feeling a lot of it is very beefed up and like um uh dramatized uh, what's the, what's, yeah dramatized what's the opposite of like vilified uh deified glorified 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 yeah it's very sort of like you know made to sound made it feels like it's made to sound a lot better i mean like mythology who, who would the made for movies you know, adaptation exactly <laughs> who would believe that the strangelings you know um commanded an army that, you know, that, came, that came through portals to fight an entire disfigured army of, uh, <laughs> of, of clone yeah. creatures. That's fucking insane. Then, no way that happened. To then nice. go ahead and command some dragons to fight some other dragons before defeating one of the most powerful creatures in the, uh, in the world. <laughs> Not a chance it happened. In, in that kind of vein of kind of glorifying it and beefing it up, has Bartlett gone from a big fat tabby to an actual like tiger? <laughs> Not necessarily a tiger, but like all of the pictures that like the sketches and stuff that are drawn through, uh, but he has like, you know, it obviously looks really big and muscular. And right. instead of holding like a pan, he's holding like a, you know, like a big, um, like, uh, Basically, it's it's the bayonet that caused my bush. Kind <laughs> of, yeah. Like it, it's all very like you know, and 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 the the idea of like social idea of imperfections have been removed. Um, Tav is played by Liam Neeson, and yes, I like that a lot. <laughs> People be asking who would you have play uh, you in a movie? Who would you yeah? Have who would you have your, play your character? Your character, character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Aubrey yeah. Plaza, no, Aubrey Plaza not... for Ray. So if it's you not... want like a, if you want like a cat, I mean yes, if you want like a cat, uh, a slightly overweight cat to play Barty, it would have to be uh, James Corden, right? Oh no! Well, yes. I was gonna say it's, it's not who I would want to play him, but probably would get cast is Chris yeah. Pratt. Oh, no, problematic no. no. right. white men. Why? <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, oh, so you find no. one that has like a, a lot of the history of, uh, oh, like getting and it also but, includes uh... includes stories that are since you know you, you guys played the Strangelings this you know, between now and then, and then there's another one which has sort of the historical events of uh, Camanthia, sort of how Veluna came from nothing to like a huge city. Um, it does also touch on like the political side of things that you aren't necessarily interested in about how like Veluna and uh, Quartzia have like a bit of a rivalry because Quartzia is the capital city, but Veluna is the bigger city and the richer city at the moment. So, oh fuck no, it wouldn't know. be Liam Neeson. Um, it would be Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Not quite. No. The I... eternal, the eternally youthful soldier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think that would be that would be Flint. Flint would be, yeah, yeah, you might. 
Yeah. For some reason, I always thought Flint, at least the second version of Flint, would be played by um, Frodo Baggins. What's his name? Yeah. Was, by Frodo yeah. Baggins. By yeah, the, the yeah, second, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the second version for sure. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Oh, that's very. Yeah. Um, Toby yeah. Maguire. <laughs> 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 no, Toby Maguire is the voice of. Um, um, uh, Felix, Felix, though, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you're right, you are right. Actually, no, it was, uh, Tom Holland actually was actually more. Of the... No, 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 no I think it was actually Tom Holland. Felix, Felix, yeah. Felix, Felix, voice, it, Felix voice changes as he moves into different bodies. So his first voice in his initial robot body Toby is Toby Maguire. Oh, don't tell, don't, <laughs> yeah. voice, don't tell me it becomes Andrew Garfield. Yes, his well. voice as <laughs> a Noel, as Andrew a Noel, yeah. <laughs> It's too hard to tell with a dragon, and in the final, Uh, no, no, with the dragon, with the dragon, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, in the final body, it is uh, Tom Holland. (laughs) Plays Zegeth. Jason Momoa. Possibly, it's, but you also yeah, bear in mind they've got, to do, they've got to do the CG in the first place to make. Manganello, what was his? Manganello, yeah. Yeah. No, for uh, for first for first Weedy Zegith, it's um, Captain America. Yeah, Weedy yeah, Weedy yeah, Weedy exactly. yeah. It's Chris. It's Chris Wilson's face, yeah. Chris, Chris mm. Evans. Evans. Also, <laughs> Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, Chris. Yes. Who's playing Edge? Anyway, 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 moving on. What are we doing? Uh, so derailing the session. I was, I was going to say. Well, yeah, this is the fun derail. The, the bit that Cal uh, uh, be looking for in the history section, particularly, without trying to be too obvious, is he's looking for how Flint has been recorded in history and what. Uh, uh, that would be under the same book as. Yeah, exactly in the same sort of area. So he'd, he'd be looking over his shoulder just to get like, a Flint. feel for what Flint is seen as by Flint in that. Book. Zendaya, by the way. Flint, Flint in that book <laughs> is seen in the same way um, that basically all of the other strange things are. There's nothing that particularly highlights Flint as a god or any kind of descendant of a god or any of those kinds of things. It's all just very like Flint was a human mix, sort of hybrid. Um, and then at some point Flint went away to go back to, you know, dealing with that kind of stuff. and is it recorded? Is it recorded that he had a crime-fighting alter ego? <laughs> is, is, is that skull. in there that he that he was Skull? It was discovered, or is that no, still? It's, uh... it's that probably isn't in there because no. it didn't happen very much, and it wasn't yeah. really. It's just a local urban myth. That was I a spin-off theory that they didn't really. Yeah, I think oh. in terms of um, Veiluna, because I think it was only really in Veiluna that Skull kind of yeah. like turned up. Um, it's probably a separate historical figure, his skull. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not they're not a connected just, entity. So I imagine that the family would still have the golden skull, but that'd be back at home. In the, mm. in the history, no, it got started down, didn't it? I, I believe. No, no, Mas- no, the skull mask, not the skull. The skull. Oh, ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, the skull mask. Skull was melted down um, into coins and needed. So, so in, ter- in terms of what you're looking for in these books. Is there any anything in particular that I haven't mentioned that you want me to say? Apart from Elsie will be looking up Valka. Who? Uh, not Elsie. Neva. It's because we've been talking about Strange yeah. Things. I was going to say also these, the Dug Nuts Dream. I was looking up the history of Dug Nuts Dream. I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I can't I, I work that one out. Dug Dream, obviously. Dug Nuts Dream, two Dug Nuts Dreams again. It would be mentioned that it was uh, owned by a relation of... Uh, Elsie, um, 
who the relation is isn't really outlined particularly. It more focuses around Elsie because Elsie is like the celebrity in quotes. Um, and it would mention that firstly it got destroyed in the you know the big fire uh, mm. that was caused by the the dragon. Uh, and it's also mentioned that it has since then been owned by uh, a long wind pretty much the entire way down. Like it's been owned by the same family for for ever. It does it say who Dugnut was? No, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't say. It says it was a relation of Elsie, but it doesn't say who. Yeah. It just sort of implies that it. I mean, to be honest, it probably more probably implies that it was owned by Elsie, even though that's wrong. So we can assume that Elsie, being a great sorcerer, was descended from a powerful, powerful mage, and that's who Dugnut was. Okay. You could take that implication. I it's logical. It's logical. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's fine too. I like that idea, actually, seeing as she has no blood relation to Dugnak at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stuff that gets lost in, you know, 400 years. Yeah, yeah exactly. The legendary sorceress Elsie, trained by the legendary wizard Dugnak. Who? <laughs> 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 Okay. Right, I, I will. Uh, I'll take out those books, and then by that time, is it time for us to head to the? Society? I'll take out those books. Party already did that. So by the time you've yeah taken those books out and you've got stamped on like your your um, you don't have library cards, but you're on the system. Um, Having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> well, by the time you get back. Word? By the time you get back, yes, it would be like eleven o'clock. Um, and the sun. Never found class, so. anything on Velka. Uh, on Velka, yes. Um, it probably again glorifies who Velka was as just like the uh, the greatest, um, you know, like rogue in the world and all this kind of stuff. But it it's obvious that like it doesn't go into the same sort of detail as the others because it's weird that Velka's still alive. Like the others are all written as this is a historical figure. Velka's like still alive so it's a weird one that sort of gives a lot of details but nothing too personal um but it goes a lot you know like she's the, the greatest alive and uh, there was an accident you know um it, it probably does actually mention about being um like taken uh, by the uh the void dragons and that having like a lasting effect uh also mentioning lord in there as being affected by the or dragons and um, uh, Jamil as well. A traveler from another dimension. <laughs> exactly. Is um, Benby in there? Benby? No. Bamington. Oh. Uh, Benby, Benby, Benby Bamington is not a, not a historical Lost figure. Honorary strangling. <laughs> yeah, when Neva gets back, she'll go knock on for Maisie and give her the note she made. Mrs. Wait. Mrs. <laughs> Uh, not <laughs> if it's eleven when you get back. Mace is like at the main table, just like drinking coffee, just waiting. Oh, okay. Babe, oh, I've got some uh, info on Velka for you. What you got? Yeah. Just passing it over. I don't know how this is gonna make me not get on the bad side. I don't know. It's the only thing I could find on her. All right. Away. If you're if you're nervous about getting on your you professor's bad side, why not just be like, hi, uh, I'm 
uh, introduce yourself as you would normally, and then at the end of it, just be like, and I just thought I would say I was quite nervous to meet you. So if I if I seem uh, rude or anything, it's just because I'm a bit nervous to begin with. And then that way, they'll just if you are you know rude or or whatever, even on accident or on purpose they'll be like oh that's just because they were like shy and they're a bit starstruck and then you don't have to worry about it you can just be yourself do you really don't know Maisie? not at all no, no we, we met like two days ago so yeah. I, I would say yeah. that's not I gonna work no, not not quite yet no i'm just going to not meet her until class starts and then just lay low ah, there we go just they just don't be yourself Really I love rude. the idea of like substitute substitute class where you turn up and the room is completely empty. There is nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> All the desks are in like dark corners of the room. <laughs> okay, where's the light show? So you head off towards the society <laughs> fair, I, I guess. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The head of us a group. Up along towards... the way. You get Gail yeah. on the way? Okay. I, I was wondering if, it, if that was going to be a thing. So you knock on the door for Gail, and because I can now, I, I will give you uh, visual images of all of the people you see in the flat. Visual Visual. The DM had several mimosas as well. Also, uh, we've decided that Elizabeth Olsen plays Elsie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That works. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, I love that we just like... Hey. MCUX. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> hang on, so just, <laughs> just to round this out, we've got Chris Pratt, Elizabeth Olsen, various Spider Man and uh, <laughs> uh, Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> at any one time. Um, Zendaya Chris, is Velka. Chris Evans, Zendaya, uh, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Who's not Keanu as, Reeves. as yet. Or Keanu okay, Reeves. That was strange. The bad, the bad guy should be played by Josh Brolin. Anyway, let's move on. The. Um... <laughs> The first, the one who you've seen before, uh, who you don't, you don't know the names of any of them, is is this is this one? I don't know. Oh, uh, pictures! Ew. It's the, it's, it's the main one. Oh, oh my I'm goodness! Not interested. Sportswear and Uggs, <laughs> classic. The boots, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Must know that. And the other three, you've got. Um... Can we see the pictures, Herring? What are you doing to me, man? Oh my god! Excuse me, you shouldn't be referring to chat whilst we're uh, doing this. How dare you? Mm. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm half expecting yeah. Samir to ask to swap flats uh, with Gail. <laughs> I would close suggested it last session. These people all seem to fit your aesthetic a lot more. <laughs> no, I wouldn't complain. So there you go. There's your there's your group. Uh, you don't know any of the names of them, but you see them all milling about in the background. Um, I know I'm waiting for. Greg on this it's going to take a second because no, that's I fine. I just I just said I'm not going to interrupt before we move on. I was literally being nice to you. Yeah, yeah, but now everybody has to wait for me, which is also rude. In fact, we can have conversations. <laughs> but yeah, Gail, Gail comes out and uh... for Gail. <laughs> for Gail uh, and says hello. Um, before you uh, end up moving on. You, you wanna... Oh, there you go. You... There you go. Are you, okay, you're not gonna... Okay, yeah. thought you were gonna say stuff over top while while I do this, but no. Uh, well, you don't know the names of them, so the one... The, the blonde one is the one that you have vaguely spoken to before. The rest the are all in the, the background. For some yeah, reason, I, I 
I don't know if this is a false memory, it's just something I've put to it, but I remember her being like a valley girl kind of accent. Is that right? Or is that... It, it was a very, yeah, it's the kind of like, it, it's not, I don't think I did valley girl, actually. I think it's more like classic, um, sporty, sporty, like, <laughs> um, university girl who is better than everyone kind of kind of style. She's captain of the hockey team, is what yeah, we're saying. Basically. The pose on the tabaxi is just too good. None, none of the things give me an accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are we talking like we're talking like Exeter University? It's, an Exeter I, I, accent. it's more just like just generic. Posh girl. Yeah, like a bit of a okay. posh girl. Alex, you probably should describe them though for 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 podcast. I was going to describe them later on at a point where you actually interact with them. I can go through them all now if you want, but it would take up extra time. No, I do it when we interact with them. We see four weirdos. Okay. Um, I feel I feel as though the one thing I will mention, I feel as though um, Maisie may be most interested in seeing the very like aggressively punk rock leather style <laughs> tiefling <laughs> kind most of uh, kind of um, um, outdoing your style slightly. Do they oh, notice us? Noticing style. Them? My style's unique. Fuck off. <laughs> Do they I'm notice sorry. us noticing them, Alex? Or are they fairly self-contained? They looked at me and I looked at them. Um, not, not really. <laughs> I, I, they're, they're doing their own thing, just chilling. Uh, in fact, none of the, it's Gail who answers the door this time. They're all just in their backgrounds doing whatever it is they do. It looks like they're getting ready to go out as well, so they're probably going to the society fair. Anyway, you head on over to the university to the uh, to Calloway Quad, which you haven't walked in before. Um, you've only walked in front of before, and this main entrance, these gigantic oak doors, are just are, uh, already open. And you walk into the center of this quad, uh, and the general makeup of it is the outside walls, which are obviously also rooms, uh, are made of this darkened stone, the same as everything else. Very. Um, uh, what sort of a year? I'd say like, what would you call the period of time about nine hundred years ago in, in England in uh, real life? Well, it's almost it's a millennium, a, isn't it? It's nearly a millennium, but not quite. Sorry, no, no, sorry, not, not the amount of time, but the period of time that Dark uh, Victorian be in the eleven hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Not Victorian. It's middle Ages. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. just giving an example. Yeah, of that would have been the Middle Ages. Yeah. There you go. So that that kind of a style where it looks almost like a castle, but like. Uh, a bit bit more modern, um, all the way the outside. In the center is this gigantic uh, quad of grass with a big fountain in the center, and then this big raised walkway, the whole way around, that has all the entrances to these, uh, uh, these uh, rooms around the edge. There's only two ways in and out. One is the one that you were going through, which is this gigantic uh, entrance, and then on the other side, you can see there is a, another sort of smaller arch that would... Uh, leave almost like a coach sized arch um, the, the area that you're going towards is on the left hand side which I, I have now put into your uh, that folder that I shared with all of you the uh, images uh, of the different maps so Cal the Callaway Quad one you'll probably have to download them if you want to look at them but it is on the left hand side uh, sort of in the middle on the left there is no you don't have to do it right now uh, there is just uh, signage all over the place that leads to, you know, says uh, society fair and leads you towards one of the rooms on the side. The first thing you would most likely notice or be aware of is it doesn't look as though 
it's going to be a big enough room for like an entire society fair. Like it looks like it'd be a fairly large lecture hall kind of size, but not much more. Um, but the door is open already, this big double door you walk through, and it immediately uh, comes to your brain that the inside is much larger than the outside. It is a very classic sort of, you know, Doctor Who style. There is no way that the dimensions of what you're seeing on the inside works with the outside, mostly because it goes further left and right than the doors that would be other classrooms that you could have walked into. But then when you go inside, those doors don't exist on the inside. So either they're facades, or this is just a lie. <laughs> Basically, the inside <laughs> and the outside uh, Must be a Yes. The room is set up as one very large square with just many market-style stalls all around the edges in the center of the room. And each of them have their own custom banners which are promoting a club or a society uh, that, as you would assume, would be approachable by you and potentially joinable by you, joinable by you if you wanted to. So I have, the way I'm going to do this, a big list uh, that I have pre-created of societies, but this is not going to be uh, the limit of what actually exists. If you want a club to exist, say so, and it probably does, within reason. My goodness. But I just pre-created oh, a list so that you wouldn't have to, you know, think too hard. <laughs> okay, Alex, I have to ask. There's a music club and a rock club. Yes. Yeah, the rock club is for, like, crystals. I was going to ask, is the rock club, <laughs> like, music, or is it... Rocks. So the rock <laughs> club uh, is the the banner is the people who like rocking horses. The, the banner is completely black with two uh, lightning shapes on either side. Hell yeah! It says rock club in the very ACDC style font, <laughs> um, with you know a good few people standing behind it. That are some of them dressed similar to you, but they've got that very like you know punk rock through to cool. hard rock and death metal kind of style. Cool, 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 cool. cool. How many people what? are in this society fair area? A lot. The area itself is probably like a couple hundred feet square, um, but it is like ram-packed full of students. Should I do a thing then? Yes. Three rolls. It's not very good. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know it's not very good. It's below a 10, okay. so nine. Um. Let me just write a thing then. Okay. And everyone goes silent once they hear the tick, 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 tick. It's like the, the whispering in the ear of um, Critical Role. This whisper brought to you by yeah. D&D Beyond. <laughs> uh, let's thank uh, Dark Fantasy Studios for the wonderful music we have playing, as well as Alex. Um, for, for some of the stuff, such as the... And thank you to Alex for providing percussion. Yeah, percussion. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to Greg for do all the amazing... Amazing. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. amazing artwork. Am amazing Am imaging. Emerging artwork? <laughs> oh, it's imaging. <laughs> yeah, they're imaging artwork. I don't know who okay. imaging is in this so, campaign, but... The way that this is working is you're kind of forced into a walk around path. the room uh, that is like a path, yeah, exactly, that everyone is already taking uh, as you walk past all of these different clubs 
and uh, all of these different uh, society uh, things. So that if there are any in particular that you want to talk to, of course, bring it up. If not, then obviously we can just move ahead. It is your guys' choice. Stranging society, what do they do? So the Strangeling Society, as you walk past it, that's like around the other end, um, has the image, uh, that sort of icon that I've shown you before, of the Strangelings. Uh, and as you as you rock up, there is uh, someone who is dressed uh, sort of similar to Neva in this very sort of um, schoolgirl-esque, uh, classy kind of look. Uh, and as you rock up, it's like, hello. Uh, and you asked the, the question, like, well, uh, effectively, we like to uh, look at and look into the history of the Strangelings. Uh, and what we do in the in, in the weekly sessions can vary from sometimes uh, looking through old literature of the Strangelings, kind of like a book club and, and talking and discussing things. Sometimes uh, we like to go on uh, historical trips to sort of places that the Strangelings have been. And uh, once every couple months, we do run um, a, a sort of uh, uh, in-person sort of fantasy role-play style um, uh, uh, costume play type uh, thing where you can dress up as your favorite tra- strangeling and we can reenact historical events and, and, and things like that if you, if you wish to. The weed club. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, are the strangelings <laughs> anime? Well, they, they are wearing schoolgirl costumes. <laughs> <laughs> God, I thought the Zegas was great that time at the at the Battle of the Water. <laughs> so pretending that that's not exactly him. Neva was in how, the middle of the like, fine up when they said it. about the uh, acting. And she kind of goes... Mm. Oh, like she wouldn't want to do that. She gets the opportunity to dress up like Elsie. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> no. Don't lie to yourself. She Maisie, finds that very cringy. Maisie's just kind of holding onto your shoulder as well the whole time. You like you that, t- mate. You can tell her head's hurting. <laughs> just the the, the, the things she the, normally does. You will take the details. Do you want to go for a lie down or something? Don't talk worry, to I'll you. sign you up to the rock club. The theatre club, too. Okay. Thank you. You can have a lie down. Thank you. Kel would take takes uh, in, information about some of the societies, but he wouldn't join any other spot. Fair enough. Yeah. I would like to know about the Arcane Society, please. The Arcane Society. Uh, you go up, and there's a a good few people uh, just in like like there's no nothing special about the way they're dressed, like t-shirts and and, and jeans, kind of uh, uh, middling. Uh, and you discover the Arcane Society is kind of like the equivalent of like a physics society. It's focused on a mixture of looking into interesting things about arcane but then also kind of like a study club for people doing uh, arcane studies where you can help each other out sort of learn more things uh you know it, it you get a lot of like the third years where we'll come around and help out with some of the work for the first years or or just like general support group type thing rather than some of the other groups that's like and how often somewhere. do we get to dress up as our favorite spells? Or <laughs> uh, I, I would take the details of that as being interested in joining uh, that society. Um, there was another one that I was... Oh, the History Club. Similar sort of thing. I, I'd be walking up behind you. Um, exactly the, the History Club. Yeah, the History Club, same sort of thing, although they do go on like trips, uh, which they manage to get funded when they get them funded by the university, not necessarily within uh, Carmanthia, just 
sort of to go to historical sites and informational things, but then also, you know, helping each other out with, with work and things like that. Sometimes getting people to come in, like guest lecturer type style things. I want to know about the uh, Showdown Club. Uh, the Showdown Club is effectively Fight Club, uh, except legal. Um, <laughs> it's a mixture of uh, the, the, like some some external professors coming in, sort of teach hand to hand combat, um, just as like a, an enjoy like like a martial sports, uh, and then sometimes they go to um, competitions and such like that. Um, purely hand-to-hand -hand based things and then also they do their own competitions within the university and stuff and then they have you know some weeks where they're doing just athletics and stuff like that and general fitness is there a magic equivalent of like a dueling club or magic fighting do you desperately want there to be i mean not desperately because they can be like i said if you want a club to exist it probably does <laughs> it's the magic of imagination what's the athletic and cross country Basically, I running club. Running club? <laughs> no, she wouldn't. <laughs> like, they no. go for like no. long runs. <laughs> Is there any no. form of gymnastics club? Uh, if you want there to be. Yeah. I don't know. If she's already got four down, that she might. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Christ. Yeah, if there's a gymnastics club, she'll add it to the list of ones she wants to join. Do any of these clubs, are they listing criteria of things that are needed to join them, or is it just a come along and then yeah, you remember? No, no, no criteria. No criteria. Cool. I would, in that case, I would I'd like to join the Arcane Society, and then I'll leave it there. Uh, or you write down the ones that you want to be part of, and I'll talk to you later about those sorts of things, because there's no point in me going through right now. Oh, yeah. Cool. So at the end of it, you're pooped out the other end of this gigantic queue. Uh, you can finally breathe as you as the fresh air hits you, like, you know, uh, the first breath after you've been stuck in a cave for 17 hours or something. <laughs> um, getting out of this, like, wonderful uh, mix of teenage hormones and sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> good. like that. <laughs> Mason's just waiting outside, leaning up against the wall. Roman temples. Look, looking a little nauseous, probably. Yeah. As you as you pop out the other end, you you doing okay? Yeah, I'm alright. Just a lot of people. You don't like having lots of people around? Not that many, no. Oh, I had just assumed that you would enjoy being around lots of people because of your band. <coughs> it's not quite the same thing when they're like bumper to bumper like that in there. It's hard to think. Yeah, you feeling better now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm better. Good. Just a little sick. Right. Nauseous. That's, that's a shame. We should have said before we could have come out. It's fine. It's... I'll deal with it. Well, well done you. Let's go off somewhere a bit with food less so people. That's patronizing. <laughs> um, so you, you'll uh, notice around this kind of a time, there's quite a few students who are sort of sitting on the grass of this quad having picnics uh, as well, just as, a, as an extra note. Um, <coughs> What's your choice as to, of course, where you go and what you do? Well, is there, is there anything else that we need that we need to do today, like scheduled? I don't think so, that's it. I think it was just this, wasn't it? It was just this. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Society Fair, the Grand Hall. 
Oh. What's up? And that, so it's presumably about lunchtime ish now? Yeah. It'll be about like half twelve. One. Well, should we go over to the uh the refectory then to get something to eat? May as well. Mm-hmm. What did people think there? Were there any any uh, societies anyone was gonna join? I've got a long list of loads that I want to join. I don't know how I'm going to find the time. I think I'm going to join the Arcane Society because it seems like a good way of uh, getting to grips with mob magic stuff, like, as well as the class. I was thinking the same thing, actually. I might join the Arcane. I was quite interested in history. The strange I was thinking about I... the history ones as well, but the Strangelings... The Strangelings one sounded interesting. Weird. But I'm not sure about dressing up as a stranger, but... No, I don't know that idea either. But the bit about sort of finding out the history and so on sounds quite interesting. Could we, as as we walk, can we cross over the quad and go, like, via the fountain? Uh, yeah. What, what does the fountain look like? The fountain uh, is of no, like, image in particular, but it is very fancy. It's this uh, very large sort of sculpted shape, uh, sort of coming in, like, four almost, like, wave stone carving shapes that sort of... Uh, kind of like, an, like a C-shape um, with, you know, water, of course, spurting out the top of it. It's this gigantic circle uh, is, is the base of it that's fairly deep. The, the base of the fountain goes deeper than the ground that you're standing on, and there's all sorts of, like, large fish uh, swimming around in there, just milling about doing their own thing. Do it look like people have, like, flipped coins and, and stuff in? Um, you can't really see the bottom. It's hard to tell. It's quite dark. Can I see? I can see the dark. Uh, it's less dark and more murky darkness. So it's not about a lack of light. It's magical it's darkness. <laughs> it's not magical, it's just dirty. <laughs> it's a pond. It's, you know? it's, it's shut up and stop being clever darkness. <laughs> Is, how did the rock club and the theater club look? Are there any... Yeah, they look good. I think they would be right, really good for you. Alright, any flyers or anything? Yeah, either. Thank you. Back pocket. I uh, I didn't notice anything there about the uh, Arliston Benfeal. So that must be its own, like, own thing. There must not be, you know, either at the thing tomorrow for that, we, we find out about it and it's its own separate club, or it's something you have to do kind of amongst your, your own team or whatever. Not yeah, that clear. makes sense. I, I don't think it's, it doesn't, didn't sound like a society. It's actually more like a sort of challenge. They only said teams are possible, didn't they? There's no... Yeah, I, th- I think they said teams. it was a team thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I thought so uh, yeah. Well, well, I'm quite interested in that. Actually, sounds quite a... Particularly if you get to extra credits, really useful. Gail, anything you're thinking of joining? Astronomy, probably. Um, I might join the orchestra as well. But I, I got to keep uh, a lot of my evenings free to do work. Do you uh, play an instrument then? Uh, yeah. Can you play? Oh, Flute. Oh. oh. Well, I wish I could play an instrument. That sounds really good. I'm always impressed by anybody who has the talent to play an instrument. A lot of hard work. Amazing. Yeah. It's just fun. That's what I'd choose to do. I never had the opportunity, really. But I'm not sure I'd be any good anyway. 
We kind of had no choice. Well, I suppose that's it's good in some ways. It's supposed to be very good for developing the mind, isn't it? I, uh, I don't know. I've never really had the chance, I say. Did, what did you do for fun instead, then? And, and you, Samir, what, like, if you're not instrument people? Oh. Well, I didn't get time for fun, really. It was just... I was in a monastery, so fun was sort of studying history, and uh, I did a bit of martial arts and things, and kind of stuff. We didn't really get, and we went and did a lot of work with the poor. We didn't really have hobbies as such. So well, the only thing I used to do occasionally was I used to, uh, when we were out there, I used to uh, enjoy drawing, drawing, mapping out the area. You know, That's just, so I got my. Map makers tools. I use those sometimes, but I don't really have a hobby. I can't uh, draw. I can't uh, play an instrument or anything like that. My hobby's reading, I suppose. Good hobby. What about you, Samir? Oh, you know, just kind of this and that. I don't know. Just kind of hung around. Yeah. Just hanging around, not doing anything. That's fun. Mm hmm. Oh, cool. That sounds very uh almost almost like meditation. <laughs> so did you practice with that uh what's it called? A big mace thing of yours. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. That's that, 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 that's pretty good. I was looking at the uh the showdown mm -hmm. club, but it looks like it's uh, uh fists only. Unfortunately. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I saw it. I thought that might uh, suit you. Not much. I mean, I'd be rubbish at that, of course. But uh, but yeah, sounds like something that somebody who's sort of a, a bit more muscle might enjoy. I, yeah, I think I'm, I'm definitely going to join that one. What? Why? Because I'm so. I, I, I'm not going to join that one. Uh... <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> that, was, that was me being like... No, no not that. The no, voice is weird. in the background. In the background. No. <laughs> Didn't come from here. It was that. Why are you that? looking at things <laughs> on your phone? <laughs> Why is it? The it's bee. a bumblebee. Oh. It's a bee humping a twig. It's a bee it's looking, a bee looking weird, and uh, somebody's asking why is a bee looking the weird. Latest creation for a wizard. Of the why is Mark looking this way? Uh, the latest addition to the Beholder family. It's the Bee Humper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so what are the plans for the rest of the day for for you? Like I said, it's the afternoon time. You're probably already walking over back towards getting some lunch from your refectory. Yes. Uh, which I understand is the very. Um, word for it but it's it is the one that i'm going to keep going back to um it's, it's very posh food university. building yeah and it's... no other plan no plan there. wait for the next day the Maeve, i think i'm gonna Maeve, i think i'm gonna write a letter to the blackwoods later do you want to join sure yeah Yeah, I wanted anything particularly to do today. Yeah. Quite interested in meeting the professors tomorrow and uh, and this uh, competition, but I so, think I'm just going to relax this afternoon. Alistair ah, first, teachers after. 
unless Neva, unless you want another game of Dragon Chess at some point. I'm always down to beat you. Yeah. Let's do that later on. When you've done your letter or whatever, give me a shout. We'll have a go at that. Sounds good. Um, okay. So late, later that evening, unless someone doesn't want me to skip over, Neva, you'll be chilling in your room, probably uh, doing your nerdy thing of looking through books or something. <laughs> Nerd. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, your, your, so we've spoken about this vaguely before, but I haven't like articulated it on the thing. Um, definitely uh, the two um, uh, Montgomery Cartwrights, definitely Samir, and, oh. but not Kale and uh, not Cromwell. You'd have your Talkstone sort of like mobile phone equivalents, mm-hmm. um, which yours is just sort of chilling on the side. Neva, when it starts, you know, making its musical chime of whatever music you've chosen, um, uh, and it sort of pops up that your 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 father is ringing. Chance is it? You answer it, uh, and because you've got the extra fancy one, a little like bust uh, hologram sort of appears from the phone <laughs> as you're looking at it of your father, who's doing uh, a very classic. Um, what's the best way I can? What's the best way I can do this? Uh, it's a very classic, you know. Hello, <laughs> hello, is it, is it on? Hello, he's like putting it to his ear, you know. You're just saying, like, you don't need it that close to your face. <laughs> hello. Move it hello. away, huh? just put hello. it on the hello. table. Hello, <laughs> oh my, do I need to go get Maisie? Yeah, yes, yes. <sighs> She just kind of leaves the stone on the bed and walks off. I'm sorry right to right. tell you, dear, we're flat broke. You'll have to return that wine. <laughs> You're hearing in the background. Just a, you hear in the background. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Maze will just... Uh, Neva will just walk into Maze's uh, room. Dad, 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 on the call. I'm not here. No, you are. <laughs> and he knows you are. I'm not talking to him alone. <laughs> you wander back over, pick up the uh, the stones. Uh, hello, girls. Yes, yes. Sorry for not phoning on Saturday. Busy work stuff, you know. That all goes all the time. Uh, sorry, your mother can't be here. She's working at the moment. Is the move okay? Does everything go fine? Yep. It's all right. Yep. Yes. Yes. Everything moved in. You got all, all your stuff. Fine. Everything's fine. Yes. Yes. How's the food? The food okay? It's all right. Palatable. Yes. Oh uh, yes. He just looks down at what is obviously a notepad, just like, oh yeah, I've got a I've got a question as well. Did you make a charge to the um main account, the family account? I've got one down here for a, for a lot of gold. I think for for uh for uh just putting on his glasses. Griswold's wines. That was me. Oh, just good. Makes down a little note. Yes. Okay. Yes. You buy some of our own wine. You know you can't get that for free. You don't have to pay for it. <laughs> Mum wouldn't let us bring any with us. What no. was I supposed to do? Well, you, we could send some over, I'm sure. You can get it tax-free in that way as well. Don't have to pay those damn plebeians. I, uh, well, yes, as long as everything's okay, just checking in, making sure that making sure everything's going fine. We're fine. Yes. Thanks for putting right. your headphones on. <laughs> right. Well, uh, 
Make, you, you make sure you do your work properly. I'll be checking in uh, with with the dean to make sure that uh, your grades are going fine. Yes. <laughs> Cranks up the volume on the <laughs> sound pal. Right. Just sort of standing there awkwardly staring. <laughs> Is that everything? <laughs> I think that's everything. Uh, yeah, I'll call again in a, in a few days. Uh, uh, well, well, the signal here is not great, so we may not be able to get it. All right, no, no worries, no worries. Uh, I'll try. I'll, I'll sort out. If I can't get through to you on this, then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll phone up one of the professors, get them to, to, to pass through a message or something. That's fine. Okay. Right. Good. You got good friends. Moved in. Is everybody around you fine? Yeah, yeah, everything's great. Yes. We've made yes. a new friend called Gail. Yes, good, good. good. What family is she from? <laughs> uh, never really asked her last name. All right, right. We'll make sure to find out. Yes. Find out if we make any business decisions. Some, uh, some good business friendships as well, yes. We did Apparently. not come to uni for you to make business deals. Well, no, no, of course not, of course not, but it's uh, always a, a happy result, eh? And make some good friends. Surely yes. us getting our degree is a happy result? Yeah, yes, of course, getting your degree, working for the, for the, for the family business, of course, yes. Yes. Okay. Is it, uh, Maisie? <laughs> Neither nudge either. It's going okay. It's all good. It's fine. The the courses selections. It's all good. Great. Yeah. Yes. Good. 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 Right. I I must rush off. Got some work to do. Of course you do. Yes. Uh. I'll see you soon. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Right. Put the phone down. down. <laughs> just, all you see is just like, how do I turn this damn thing as you hang up? <laughs> from from, the, from the like adjacent rooms, you could probably hear like their father just like shouting down the phone. <laughs> I swear, next time we have a call, I'm banning that stupid headset of yours. You want me to speak my mind instead? <laughs> I have to put up with them, so so do you. Just stay short with them. Don't give them any ammunition. Not you, they call, is it? Because they know I won't pick up. Mm, don't think I will much longer. Are we going to write this letter? We wrote it last night. Was that? I thought that was a call that in the night. Yeah, that's the evening of the, the Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought it was like the morning. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. So you go ahead and write your letter. I'm sure there's you know, more board games and things played. Is there anything else anyone else is doing in the evening? I want to see who wins between Neva and Kyle. Okay, another game of Dragon Chess. Do some do some rollies. Intelligence. Intelligent yeah. rollies. Intelligence. Yeah, I'm going to read out real dice this time. Oh, out the real guns. Oh. Do I get advantage for having proficiency? No, because yeah, you get your uh, you get to add your proficiency bonus though on top of your intelligence. I was about to say it seems weird that you the guys are playing this, seeming familiar with it, but not adding any kind of proficiency. <laughs> yeah, like I forgot about it last time. Okay. 
Yeah, it's intelligence plus proficiency. I'm not proficient. I got 15. I got 19. Ha Getting back into the game, yeah, you, you fairly easily beat. I mean, it's not like an absolute slaughtering, but, you know, you, you got a hang. You, you, you're getting back into it and you uh, still have a good game. Ah, good game, good game. Thank you very much. You're learning quick. What was that move you did with that one to there? I didn't quite, I didn't quite follow that when you did that that thing in the in the corner there. Oh, it's it's just a trick my dad learned me years ago. Oh, I'll try it on next time if I get a chance. I think this time Macy was sitting there with him, but she brought Sebastian out and just has him like crawling across the table, (laughs) maybe eating a eating a piece of the dragon chest set. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Get off like, of it! <laughs> you go to like move one of the pieces, and you're just like, "Where's it gone? It's just inside the mouth." <laughs> He's trying to play. Well, you He's like taking on the color. Eating it. I paid a lot of money for this. Sebastian is my uh, chameleon. Huh. Hello, Sebastian. How are you? <laughs> He's actually just Alex. Oh, what, yeah. what was that, Alex? Is Sebastian like chameleon, like a real chameleon, just kind of like slow moving with the weird eyes, or is it like uh, whatever the thing's called from Tangled? No, I think it's a real chameleon. Oh, Pascal. Well, it's 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 slightly different. It's a Jellian chameleon because there's some modifications outside (laughs) the normal chameleon parameters, but it's a little a little chunkier than a normal chameleon, I think. So it's the thing from The Lost Prince. <laughs> I get. I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, his name's like Belch or something, and he turns different colours. Wasn't The Lost Prince the name of our first campaign? Yeah, it yeah. was, yes. Yeah. What's, what, oh, what, I'm what, thinking what? of The Lost Prince from um, Netflix. Is that what it's called, uh, The Lost Prince? Oh. The Dragon Prince. Yeah, like, I when Simon Prince. made the... Uh, thing earlier, I was like, oh yeah, first campaign, then you made it, I was like, but you weren't part of that. Yeah, sorry, you were watching the, uh, the Netflix show about yeah, yeah. The, Lost, the Dragon Prince thing. I think it is Dragon Prince instead of the Lost Prince, yeah. I'll, I'll pull the dragon <laughs> chest set thing out of his mouth. Come on, come on, buddy. Come on. No. Come on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Covered in chameleon oh. slobber. You better clean that off before you put it on my board. No, it's all right. Take, She'll throw it, it at your head. Make an attack roll. <laughs> <laughs> ranged. Natural 20. Kills us. It's a dexterity. Uh, <laughs> ranged. Sneak uh, attack damage. <laughs> there, there, there. Uh, 18. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, he just kind of nails you in the middle of the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Clean it off. Hits in the forehead and sticks. <laughs> no, it, it slowly slides down and leaves a trail. She was walking away, so it was the back of her head. But... Oh, it gets tangled in your hair. Tangled. Wash it off. Put it back. Thank you. So he comes to the end of another day. Uh, that's unless I, unless there is anything else you guys wanted to do, like no. have Samir play dragon chess against. I Ra. believe it is Wednesday, my dudes. Uh, you would wake <laughs> up on the Wednesday. Now you would be very aware, very aware, 
or possibly uh, slightly aware and remember when I uh, remind you what time that you would need to be up for. 9.30. Indeed. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, it's 9.30 for the thingy, isn't it? We've got mm. to be there for yeah. yeah. So you all get up at a nice early hour. I'm sure, as usual, some of you are awakened and ready and rearing. The rest of you are a little I think, slower. I think hilariously, Maisie's actually up for this one. Fair enough. Why, why are you betraying me? <laughs> You're all just waiting on, uh, on Samir. Uh, Samir! We're what? all going over to see the professors. I know this about this competition thing. You come in. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll put the coffee on. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, Eventually, after a very long uh, time, uh, you will get up and get walking. Um, I, do you go get Gail? I, it kind of feels like a normal thing that you're going to get. Yeah, yeah it's just assumed that we go get her now. Unless said otherwise. Yeah. Um, as you are... Uh, getting Gale. Uh, you see a group of, um, like, obviously, like, there's five people from a different, um, apartment, that's the word, uh, wandering in. And it's this group who are sort of, like, laughing, you know, amongst themselves, the very sort of, um, how would I describe it? A very sort of, like, jock-esque, like, group, um, which I will send you an image of what they look like. Oh my god, so another... Have... Another group. Another group? What? There are other students. That <laughs> there are other students see? here. What, what the hell? <laughs> they exist. <laughs> My father will hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> My father will hear about this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, there you go. A nice, a nice group of, of people. Ooh. Oh. So leading the group is the one that you can see there in this sort of like tan skin, leather jacket, uh, and jeans, cowboy boots, so strutting across the front, being led behind them, uh, leading behind us is the rest of them. Um, with this, it's an odd group. Um, yes, it is. It's an odd group. The one, uh, to sort of highlight uh, a little bit, um, you've got that mouse folk looking one who, as shown there, has a lot of like glowing pieces. Uh, the aesthetic, uh, I think I ended up naming um, future core, which is effectively like cyberpunk-esque style clothing. Um, you've got the obvious tiefling who's wearing quite similar clothing, but a much darker with like reds and blacks to what Kale wears. This sort of like very posh, you know, wearing a waistcoat and a sort of high collar. Uh, you have uh, the only female, uh, or should I say the only uh, obviously female, you don't know about whether the mouse folk or the one in the armor are, are female, um, uh, standing sort of closer behind with a very sort of uh, adventurer-esque look and then the big you can't tell if it's a warforged or if it is a big person in a lot of armor it's just a lot of metal with two glowing red eyes sort of sticking out moving with sort of robotic uh, repetitive movements like the walk cycle is very monotonous if that makes any sense i know it's not exactly what it's you usually call Kind of. Uh, it's not quite as rigid. It's more fluid, Robocop. but it is very <laughs> yeah, repetitive. Um, and as they all walk along, you know, sort of... Uh, 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 in fact, I'll read what I have here. Uh, 
you see an elf, which is the one at the front, six foot four in height, with the worst kind of snide smile on his face, a shit-eating grin, one might say. Uh, he has cheekbones and blue eyes and tan skin that is definitely not natural for Chiromanthia. His brown his brown? His hair is brown and spiked up and stays rigid as he struts down the hallway, jeering at his, at his companions by his sides. There are five of them in total, which I have just described. Uh, as he enters the apartment opposite the one that you uh, uh, are coming out of, he looks over all of you and just gives this half of like a mixture of amusement and almost disgust, a very like looking down on you kind of uh, both physically in some cases and uh, uh, societally uh, in others and just makes a little comment which is said so quickly before they move inside that you can't really have any time to react. It just looks like, it's like huh, look, looks like the cat dragged in its dinner and then all of the groups around it as if I'm all pointing and laughing at you before they escape inside. Uh, just, yeah, you can still, as the door closes, hear the residual laughter of them all discussing whatever the hell is the most amusing thing they've ever heard. Have they gone into Gale's apartment? No, so Gale lives sort of on the same side as you, down a little bit. They are opposite Okay. You. Okay. I will, uh, I will take out my, my little wand and I will just give it a, a swirl and tap on my, my head uh, and I will cast Disguise Self to become a three-foot-tall version of that guy, but all the features slightly like based out a little bit, like a little bit lopsided, the hair kind of a bit. <laughs> uh, and I'll go, I, I like cats and their dinner. Ooh, cats. <laughs> Ooh, cats. Cats. Dinner, dinner cat. cats for dinner. And then I'll, I'll start like, I'll like limp off. <laughs> oh, oh, David definitely like howling in laughter. Oh, <laughs> Howling and laughter back and up to let them know that we are laughing. Uh, yeah, like I really want them to like really hear us laugh. You don't know if they do or not. You don't know if they oh, do. Oh no, or but what we do know though. And we know we that it's know. gonna bother them. We know. Yeah. Uh funny. So you make the, the exactly the same walk that you made yesterday over to Callaway Quad to get to uh the Grand Hall a second time. I will, sorry, and... I will drop the disguise self as we leave the building. Yeah. So the whole doesn't see me take the piss out of this guy. Maybe high fives. Maybe high fives. Or low fives? Low, low fives. Yeah. <laughs> so you walk into, or walk up to the entrance of, uh, of this ground hall once again and walk inside. And uh, you do once again see that it is much larger on the inside than would be suggested on the outside. But... The room is strangely set up completely differently than it was before, to the point that it looks like a completely different room. Um, at the front, what is now looks like sort of the front of a room, there is a large white, a large white screen, which is obviously ready for like projections during speeches and like an open stage for a presenter to talk on. And it's very much a lecture room with like a staged seating the whole way down. You're you're coming in at the top looking down a load of stage seating. It's just a completely different room. Um, you will get in, there's a lot of you know people hustling in, a lot of whispering and people generally obviously wondering what the hell's going on. Greg, you can do your thing again if you want, with no idea sort of, it's, it, there's, there's, you overhear a few whispers of people being like, oh, it's a competition thing, oh, I wonder what this is. It's all very first years and no real clue. Uh, that was a 17. 17. Okay. 
Uh, I'll give you something in a second. We'll get through all this sort of stuff first. Okay, okay. Um, but once you, everyone has settled down and and sort of uh, sat in a chair, you all get you know five, six chairs next to each other. Uh, you, as you look around, would probably see the group of people that you just saw somewhere chilling. All of the girls from Gale's flat somewhere else. You know, it's like a huge lecture theater and probably at this point recognize a few people that you don't know who they are just like you've seen wandering around uh the university but once you've all settled down a figure comes from the side of the stage from from another door you have no idea where that door would lead to uh and walks onto the stage he is a human male tall and very muscular obviously an old warrior but much past his prime he has rough rough leathery skin with a scar on his face uh and grayed hair neatly slicked back over his head He's wearing some kind of dress armor uh, with a cape behind, one of those sort of like, it's over one shoulder and sort of halfway down the back kind of a cape. Uh, that it, and the armor has obviously been dented and damaged in battle and fixed up and, and is very shiny and does look very new, but obviously has been used. And once he's reached the middle of the stage, he takes a deep breath and looks around the room before speaking. He says, good morning, everyone. Some of you may know me already, but as introductions are due, my name is Professor Martin Hathus. I teach combat tactics and heavy combat studies at the university. If you are sitting in this room, it means you are interested in the Arlist and Benfeal competition. So, what is it? The ABC is a multi-stage competition that takes place over the course of your first year. The competition is run every year for only the first years, and if you win, you could be granted up to 10 credits on your degree, which is the equivalent of an advanced educational course. The challenges for this competition change every year to make sure that there is no cheating, so don't imagine there is a way of bluffing your way to the top. This is a challenge that takes guts, brains, and teamwork. Yes, I said teamwork. To enter this competition, you must be a team of five first-year students, and you will need to use the skill of every member to win any of these challenges. This year, we have three challenges for you. Number one, the dragon orbs. Around the campus there are, or will appear, six differently colored orbs etched with the dragon scale design. The colors are as follows. Gold, bronze, red, green, amethyst, sapphire. The challenge is simple in concept. Retrieve the orbs and bring them to either me or to my colleague, Professor Renazan de Fuego. The team with the most orb retrievals will win, and there will be a second and third prize if other teams retrieve some orbs as well. Number two, the Assault Course Time Trial. At two points in the year, the times of which will be revealed to you later in the year, there will be a time trial run of the Assault Course located in the Guildhall. Every member of your team must run the time trial, and your times will be added up to create a team time. You're allowed to run the course officially once per time trial day, but I suggest you practice on the course many times before to increase your chances of winning. Number three, the final challenge, Warforged Wars. There will be a tournament running throughout the year for everyone who wishes to enter the Warforged Wars battle zone. The concept is easy. You are given a base robot that you can modify and adjust within the bounds of the competition and then fight them against each other. You will have a budget given to you alongside certain boundaries that you will have to stay within, and the winner will be the one that manages to fight their way to the top. If at any point you have any questions about the competition, please feel welcome to come to either myself or Professor De Fuego during our office hours. 
The sign-up sheet for this will be outside my office, and the closing date for all teams will be exactly one week from today. I will reiterate, you need five members in each team, no more, no less, and you will be required to come up with a team name. There are no points for the name, but a creative spirit is encouraged. Thank you everyone for coming, and I hope to see you all in the competition. He then gives a small nod to the room and just walks off the stage and back out the side door. What were the six And, orbs? you know, the the, uh, the, the the crowd of all the students suddenly sort of picks up with that, you know, that sort of like murmuring conversation where you can't really hear anything from anyone, but it's just suddenly a conversation. Mm-hmm. What do you say? The, 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 the? Gold, bronze, so red, the... green, amethyst, and sapphire. Gold, bronze, amethyst, sapphire, red, green. Red. Is it... I'm assuming it's it's not going to be. A, this is me just thinking out loud. I'm assuming it's not a coincidence that it's two from each kind of dragon alignment. Probably not. Ah. Do you guys get up and go, or stick around for a bit? So there are five of us, if we include Gail. There are six of you. Yeah, five of us about Gale. Is there something you're interested in, Gale? I don't mind if you want to do a do it without me. Well, it looks like we can't. Uh, well, it depends. Has anybody of us five not want to do that? I'm quite interested. I'm up for it. I don't. I don't see a reason not to do it. I want to do it. And credits. Lazy. I'm kind of interested. So I'm afraid it looks like we five are, and we can't have six, sadly, so... It's okay, don't worry about it. Wait, oh, well, they said... Put, then. It's only five of us that can compete in each event. It doesn't say anything about not having extra extra team members for, like, the planning. I just said the and... team had to be five. Yeah, so, like, yeah. with the assault course, five of us have to do it, but there's no reason we can't have, like, no, they said, I'm or... They said... Teams of five. The right? team has yeah. to sign up. I think, uh, I think what Cromwell is saying is that there's no reason she shouldn't practice with us. It just means she can't actually compete. Unfortunately, yeah. she can't get the prize. And, and or you know, help us or help us with like research or things that we uh, might want to do to prepare. You know. I don't. I don't feel all... right using her like that if she's not going to get the credits at the end. Yeah. Well, it's up to you, well, yeah, Gail. It's, I mean, it's up. It's up to Gail. Yeah. What we're saying is, if you want to. You know, if you want to be involved, we can't have you as a sort of official part of the team. But if you want to be involved, in just just for sort of fun, yeah, then you know, you're welcome. To, you're welcome yeah. Like I said, I've got a lot of work to do anyway, so I, yeah. I, it's okay. I don't. I, I'll just. You could, uh, you could, if your if your flatmates are gonna they're gonna do it, you could like spy on them and tell us what their tactics and stuff are. I mean, I don't want to put her feels... in that position. I just, um, it's good. Yeah, well, I'm not, she, I'm she not saying has everyone has to. Like, what's the reward for that? Uh, helping us. They don't win. Yeah, helping us, uh, making sure that they don't win. But they seem mean. Not fair to put her in that position. No, I, I, I agree. She has to live with them. Unfortunately, I mean, you two could always swap. Huh? No, Tamir oh. and Gail. Tamir, like, seems interested in the others. I don't know them. Besides, I like my room, so. 
I mean, unless you want me to swap. I don't know. Oh, no, 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 uh, yeah, I, I think... I've yeah. got nothing against you staying or going. Oh, if no, you're I happy think... to... I think if you're happy to... If, if we are happy to uh, work as a team, since we're all going to be living together, yeah. it's easier to sort of, you know, I think it sounds like a bit of fun to me. I have a question. Uh, does anyone know what is on the assault course? Is that the only thing that seems, like, fixed? I'm pretty, th- pretty sure that's where I... I'm going to be taking classes. Oh. Okay, great. Because I am not very... I, I likely am going to slow, slow us down a little bit on, on, on an assault course. And I think I probably will too Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I'm rubbish at that kind of thing, but I'm ready to give it a go, you know? You can always join the gymnast club with me and learn some gymnast moves. Or if I have oh, to I go don't... and practice uh, for class and you can come along with me. Yeah, maybe, maybe that one, instead of joining a, a club of gymnasts. Uh, flying through the air just doesn't seem very um, my, my speed. But it depends how fast you do it. Ha ha! Ha ha! That was a joke, you see. Thanks and on that, uh, we're going <laughs> to go to a break. <laughs> As you exit out from the thing, I haven't put the thing right, don't worry. Uh, we will go for a 10 minutes. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy for the use of their music in the episode. And a big thanks to you for listening. If you prefer to see us live, don't forget to follow us on Twitch or Glimish at Dicebreakers D&D. Or if you want to watch us at your own pace, consider subscribing to us on YouTube. Don't forget to come back next week to see what the characters get up to in the next part of this epic adventure. I'll see you then.